Let's talk with Moshe Lander. Moshe is an economist and a lecturer at Concordia University and has thought a lot and talked a lot about this issue. And Moshe, we've talked about it before. You're not somebody who's a fan of rent control. No, I think it's a terrible idea, and I'm glad that you cited uh, Asser Lindbeck. Uh, this is not just some random Swedish economist. This was a uh, long time the chair of the Nobel Prize Committee for Economics. So uh, he's saying exactly what I say. Uh, this, is, this is a terrible idea, and it's just making things worse. So let's go quickly over why you think this is a terrible idea, because we're trying to look for ways to at least not have huge rises in rent. We talked with a lot of people last week who are experiencing difficult situations just right here in London in terms of what they're now having to pay for rent. And they're seeing it skyrocket if they've moved or they're seeing tactics to try and raise the rent. So why is rent control not a positive in your mind? So when you create rent control in any city, the idea is that what you're doing is you're tapping the market price so that that price is below equilibrium. Equilibrium is the price that would balance the supply of rental housing with the demand for rental housing. And when you put that price below it, in most people's mind, that sounds like a good idea. But when the price is below that equilibrium level, you create a shortage. You create all of this demand for people who want rent-controlled housing, but all of the people who want to supply it start saying, I don't want to supply it anymore. You're capping my ability to earn rent on my asset. And so they back away. And so this actually creates then a shortage of rental housing. Now, if we had a shortage of London Knights tickets, that's easy. Price goes up. If you had a shortage of iPhones, the price would go up. If you have a shortage of coffee, the price goes up. But in the case of rent control, the price can't go up. And so this shortage is going to persist. And in fact, what it does is it creates a black market where if you do have rent controlled housing, you might say to somebody, meet me behind the dumpster uh, and charge them some absurdly high price because rent control is limiting the ability to get your hands on affordable housing. Moshe Lander joining us, lecturer and economist at Concordia University. So I, I, I see that, even someone who has zero economic understanding. So I, I understand that, but when we're talking about maybe not having enough units, do we need to then, if that's going to be the case, have people building, 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 building like we're doing right now? And, and are we waiting for supply and demand to kind of wash over like a wave? And that that's exactly the solution, is that any home builder is going to say that if you're not going to constrain the ability to charge an appropriate rent for this place, then homeowners or home builders recognize that there's profits to be made by building houses, especially, say, high-rise condominiums uh, in downtown Uh, there's no shortage of the amount of building that would take place. And so you really are just waiting for that stuff to onboard, uh, and then this will go away, and and the market will respond accordingly. As people move into London, there will be an increase in building. What the city can do is have a 5-year, 10-year, 20-year plan as to what they want the city to look like. And so instead of letting it sprawl all over the place, why not completely fill in the entire area along Dundas with 30-floor high-rises, Uh, and just slowly build them out like a lot of other cities do in their downtown area. And next thing you know, we won't be talking about rent control because supply will be able to keep pace with demand. Moshe, we always appreciate you laying this out because you lay it out so clearly for people like me who, again, have zero economic understanding. I'm following it along. It sounds good. Time is the great healer. That's what we're looking at? 
Yeah, and, and you know, I, I can understand that what people might approach at this point to say, well, can we at least have rent control then until that supply catches up? But, you know, the, the thing with once you put rent control in place is that politically it's, it's dynamite to try and remove, right? Any politician that wants to get in front of an open mic and say, effective January 1, rent control is gone, you'll immediately be painted as being in the back pocket of home builders and of landlords, and you'll be against uh, low-income uh, individuals and households. And it's not that, but it's so difficult to pull away. So the best thing that the city can do at this point is that if they're going to have rent control, essentially what you want to do is almost make it irrelevant that if you put in this guideline, at some point it would become non-binding, right? So if you increase that rent control by, say, 10% a year, at some point it'll rise so much that it won't cease to be uh, constraining on the marketplace. So you can't go cold turkey and get rid of it, but you can slowly let it fade into irrelevance. Moshe, have a great day. Thanks for the time. Anytime. That's Moshe Lander, economist and lecturer at Concordia University. Any thoughts? 519-643-2222. Rick, we have about 60 seconds, but they're all yours. Okay, Mike, uh, a buddy of mine just emailed me their last name about the same problem out there in Vancouver. He said he's seen some study where it was he came out of, uh, I think, a film somewhere about the Airbnb problem. He said you ought to see the correlation between when Airbnb originally started and where they've been and where they're going. All the prices of rent have shot up since Airbnb has been introduced to any of those places. And you wouldn't believe the correlation. He's going to send me an email to it, and I'll, you know, I'll text it over to you anyway. So, but it's quite surprising, quite interesting. We're anywhere Airbnb when it started, and it just seems like all the prices have shot up. And I guess there we go to the supply and demand, because if Airbnbs are taking away some of that supply, then that demand becomes greater. We don't have it, and the rent prices do go up. So, hey, that's an interesting variable to throw into the conversation. Rick, thanks for that. Bingo. Take care. All right. And that's, that's part of it. So one of the things that Moshe Lander said was, well... Let's build a whole lot of 30-story high-rises all along Dundas. Build it until they stop coming. 